welcome to another episode of In Conversation with Danbro Business. Today we're joined by property developer, interior designer, and owner of Newcore Business Solutions and Ginger Interiors, Christine Campbell. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for coming in. Um, so I wonder if you could start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your, your business background. Um, yeah, I'm, my name's Christine, as you said. I'm 46 years old. I initially started the first business probably about 14 or 15 years ago, which has led on to other businesses. Okay. Um, yeah, great. Okay. Obviously, interiors. So, roughly, why did you sort of start the business initially? What was your kind of general motivation for doing that? It's something I've always wanted to do, wow. and I was around um, people, entrepreneurs, all the time. It was something that I wanted to do as a young girl. I worked for an airline for a long time, about twelve years, long, long hours in Manchester. I had two babies at home. I was. I was literally home for a couple of hours a night, bed, and you know, straight back up for work yeah. the next day. And we'd gone through three different rounds of redundancies because the business kept changing over the years and amalgamating into different airlines. And I was just sick of it at this point. I, I knew my job was relatively safe because um, I was in the training sector of the mm. airline. Um, but it was just, it, I, it was one of those things. I knew I wanted to do it. I could do it. I believed in myself n not to... Um, not too egotistically, yeah, but I yeah. knew I could do it, um, and I asked for voluntary redundancy. Okay, great. And yeah, this wow. has to go for it. So a lot of people have similar sort of visions that they, a lot of people have ideas and they want to start their own business, but obviously funding can be a, an issue. So how did you sort of raise the requisite funds, if you don't mind saying, no. to, to start that business and get on the ladder yeah. initially? So I um, I'd asked for redundancy. Um, and then one of my friends, Emma, I, I, I owe a lot to her. She was like, Christine, if you don't do this now, you are never, ever going to do it. And her sister had, um, she had a children's clothes shop in Ireland. So we flew okay. over, spent the weekend with her, briefly looked at how the business runs and um, the structure of it. I applied for, as I say, the, um, the redundancy and I had to stay on for a further year because I was a key worker okay. to amalgamate both the airlines together. So I had a full year where I was setting up Blue Kangaroo and I was working and I had the finances there. Right. So it was great. I didn't have to. I obviously did do a business plan of one year and a five year. That was more for myself yeah. to see what the structure would be, where I wanted to move the business forward over those years. But I didn't have to go to the bank and ask for any money, which right, was okay, great. great. I funded it myself. Yeah. Um, I also looked at the worst case scenario. The, um, the the anything I'd get back, you know, even if it was at just a fifty percent, could I then afford my next season stock? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we did everything we could do ourselves to save money, renovation of the shop, everything, the website. Wow. Okay. Um, so yeah, it was just just having a go. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it sounds like a passion of yours, the interior designs and that kind of thing. How much experience did you have in in that industry before starting, and also? in terms of, of people who might be wanting to start their own business, how important do you think that experience is to going into business? Yeah, I think you, you definitely need, you definitely need some experience or all the three businesses that I've run, um, I've obviously run these two businesses with my husband now. I think I've been part of the key audience there right. as a mom um, wanting to dress your children in nice clothes, but not clothes that'll break the bank clothes from all over the world. Yeah. Um, as obviously we, we run another business where we, we renovate our own properties yeah. and we sell them. 
um, and we'll do the interior architecture for that and the interior design as well. So we, we work well together. So, you know, I, I love doing my own houses up, my husband does. We love um, the interior side. The two of us are always bouncing ideas off each other. So I've, I'm lucky that I've always been a part of the key audience yeah, for my yeah. businesses. So I've sort of had, you know, Definitely. a bit of an idea. And you've both got those those strengths, haven't you? I've seen some of the, the website, or the Instagram pictures yeah. and stuff like that. The houses look fantastic. Oh, thank you. So, it's obviously going quite well now, but when you first started, what was your kind of, did you have any, any apprehensions? What was your biggest fear before sort of going into business? Um, so the biggest fear for me when I initially started the first business, um, it was leaving a well-paid job. Right, it was okay. leaving a well-paid job where I was climbing up the career as, yeah. It was like, oh God, what if it doesn't work out? Yeah. Um, but the people that where I worked, um, and everyone was sort of leaving at the time, all, all my friends and all um, the managers, etc. They were like, Christine, if it doesn't work out, you know, you've got a job, yeah. you know, because I did work hard and it's yeah. like, don't worry. So I always had that to fall back on because I knew I could always go back like to the airline blanket. industry if I needed to. Um, a lot of it, I found, I found some of the higher end labels and some of the big brands, even now with interiors as well, they you have to prove what you can do. You have to show them how you run your business or your branding because yeah. um, they can be a little bit snobby um, okay. and the, it's just being taken seriously, really. Yeah. Um, and being a woman too. It's, really? It, you do sometimes have to work double as hard to, to show okay. um, that you you know you mean business. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. taken serious. So in terms of like a, a business plan initially then, I mean, imagine you've you've done your research, you've taken everything into consideration. Did you did you kind of have a formal business plan that you presented, or did you kind of just wing no, it? I've never had really, apart right, from okay. as I say, that one year and the five year, yeah, and that was more for me. Yeah, um, yeah, we we take stock all the time. Obviously, we we're, um, we've got the construction business, New Core Solutions. Uh, we've got our own. Um, uh, renovation side that we do privately and we've got interior at uh, the ginger interiors and we always talk about it whether it's when we're eating dinner when we're having a coffee every morning right, okay. where we see things going and a lot of the time and i said this before laughing it is on the back of a fag packet you know i <laughs> yeah. sat there on the train going to london um april and um i wrote down you know we've just renovated the house i know what we're going to sell it for i know what we'll get back i want to buy more properties to invest in and yeah. That's something that we will, um, my husband said the other day, you know, we need this a plan. And I went, oh, I've done it. It's in my bag. I was thinking, what do you think? And he was Here's like, oh, yeah, bucket. that works. Yeah. It was literally a four piece of paper folded over, but that's how we've always worked. And yeah. it, it doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. And I understand that if, you know, we had a business where we had multiple employees, um, yeah. you know, and we did need to borrow money off the bank. I understand that. that it'd be very, very exactly. different. Exactly. I think yeah. it's that borrowing the money. That's the big thing. Yeah. They want to see something concrete, yeah. don't they? So do the, the businesses cross over a lot, Nucor and, yes, they and do. Ginger? Uh, Ginger's grown organically because people have saw what we've done over the years ourselves personally and what we do for clients as well. Okay. Um, so then they're like, oh, Christine, can you do, you know, can you help me out with the interior? So it's just sort of grown from there. Yeah. Um, and it's still growing now. I mean, I'm only, Ginger's only small, but it's taken off. And yeah. again, I haven't had to do a massive initial outlay for it. Yeah. We've just had the website um, put together. We've just had the website made. Um, the lady I'm working with is amazing. She's so inspiring. Wow, okay. So motivated from yeah. the meetings. Um, so we're looking at the marketing for that now and also marketing for, for new core as well. That's something that we really need to, Great, okay. to focus on. Um, 
but yeah they do they do interlock with each other um i'm meeting a client on friday and i've just finished doing the living room and a hall interiors she's getting all the house renovated now so we're working with our architect yeah. um and we will be doing all the renovations and then I'll be doing the interiors wow, too. Okay. So, yeah. So, sort of all linked in. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. It and you've is. never gone back to the uh, hostessing? No. Yeah. Well, I've only done that for nine months now. <laughs> yeah. It's hard work, that. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. So, um, how did you go about uh, growing your client base initially? So, what, was there any marketing or sales strategies that you used and any that proved sort of more successful than the others? Yeah. So, initially, I'm just trying to think when it was. It was 2008, the first business. Instagram wasn't a thing then really okay. it was just coming in so we have Facebook um, a website we used to update the website all the time and trying to do the SEOs and stuff um, I, um, I'm trying to think what else oh we had a for all the loyal customers we had a customer scheme where anytime they came in they got a certain amount of um, percentage off yeah. discount wise um, a lot of charity events a lot of fashion events so um we managed to get into, we had clients that wrote their own columns because they were famous. So yeah. they mentioned us in the UK, the new. We got into Lancashire Life, double page wow. spread, which was amazing. But MailChimp back then was fantastic. Okay. So I'd send something, um, or, or yeah, it's the MailChimp, the one on the text as well. Yeah, You'd a lot of emails out on text. Yeah, yeah. And I'd send something out. If I was having a quiet week or quiet month and I needed to, you know, get me over, um, um, to break even or whatever, yeah, yeah. if I was struggling. And they come flying in. It wow. really, really worked. Mailchimp was worth its weight and gold. So you can see Fantastic. that cause and effect in sort of real time, really. It was literally, I'd hit the button and within half an hour, these women would be coming in and it was like, <laughs> great. Yeah. Any, yeah. Any famous ones that you can share? Oh, a lot. And they were really nice okay. as well. They were lovely, very down to earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There wasn't anyone. Um, there was a couple of Southerners who weren't that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For um, all the girls, the local girls, yeah. you know, the footballers' wives or whatever. Yeah. Lovely, lovely girls. Really Brilliant. were wow. just normal mums. Yeah. 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 I guess when you get to know them as well, it makes just, it easier, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Um, we spoke before about sort of fears when you entered the, you know, started your own business. When you when you've got it off the ground, when you've got it going, how did you sort of because it's natural? How did you kind of manage your your own stress and anxiety whilst the business was growing? And and same with how it's going today. Um, I was a lot younger then. I was fourteen <laughs> years younger, so I didn't really I, I cope with stress a lot better back then. Okay. Um, as you get older, me personally, as I get I've got older, older, I do find I get a bit stressed and anxious and stuff. Um, a lot of the time, taking the dog for a walk, honestly, just getting out in the fresh air. Right. If there's something that I can't answer or I, I need to speak to my husband about, and I'll go for a quick walk, we'll have a quick conversation, and then you, you sort of do find you. Talk it out. Yeah, you answer. Going to the gym, if you can, just for half an hour. Um, I'd like to say I switch off at five o'clock, but I don't. Right. I'm constantly checking my um, emails. I am, even on holiday, I'll take a little book with me and I'll check my emails and I'll just write down key things just so I know. And no one, you know, I get called for that. Yeah. But it just keeps a lid on it for me. And I know, rather than ignoring all my emails and not yeah. knowing what I'm coming back to, I like to know. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's consistent with a lot of business owners. A lot of business owners, it's, it's not a nine to five, is it? It's yeah. it, it feeds into all your personal yeah, time. You, you can't be. And people who say, you know, sometimes I, I get told off for, for working at nine o'clock at night, but just I'm like, just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. So, I mean, that, that sort of leads into my next question, which is more about your, your personal life, if you, if you don't mind asking, yeah. uh, answering. So how big an impact has it had on positive and negative on your personal life compared to when you were in employment, say? 
Um, I'd say massively positive. Okay, great. They outweigh the negatives totally. Um, for me personally, anyway, I can, you know, if I need to, again take the dog for a walk at half two, I can. If I want to be at my desk at six o'clock, I can be. If I want to do an hour's work at nine o'clock, I can. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes we've been on holiday with friends recently, and they work for companies, and they totally switch off, and it's like. Yeah. I'm like, mm, just checking this, just checking that. And then we'll fly home early in the morning. They give us loads of grief about flying home early in the, because they stay all day. But we have to get home and get focused and get the lads Reset. ready and the staff and, the, you know, the yeah. contractors, where are you, you know, over the next couple of days? And it's yeah. just what you have to do. But I'd rather do that anyway. That's my personality. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I'd, um, I'd say it's, it's mainly positive. Really. So I suppose if you're a hard worker anyway, if you've got that work ethic, it kind of fits into your, your home life anyway, doesn't yeah. it? It fits into your personal life. You kind of yeah. fit it around your work anyway, I suppose. The negative thing though is uh, when me and my husband Michael disagree, that's, yeah, <laughs> that is, and we can literally, <laughs> six o'clock in the morning again, yeah. having a coffee, and there's arguments. Really? And like, yeah, it's ridiculous. And yeah. I think it's six o'clock in the morning because we both disagree with each other and we're both quite... Um, not fiery, but you know, if we believe in something, passionate, yeah, and yeah. you know, we, if we, one thinks they're right and the other one does, I'd say that's yeah. a negative, yeah. <laughs> so, do, do you tend to lead more on the the interior design side, and Michael leads more on the construction side? Yeah, so I, yeah, I, I tend to do most, yeah, with the interiors. He comes and helps me, but he does have a lot of good ideas himself. Okay. Um, so, for the construction side, I, I liaise with the customers, the QS. I do deal with, um, I do all the health and safety, all the accounts. Um, I just just any kind of PR and just keeping in touch with customers constantly. I yeah. do deal with the contractors and the staff, but Michael is more on a day to day with them. Right. Um, so yeah, it, it just depends really. And if he's busy, I'll I'll get into you know we just sort of flip yeah. flop. Pick each other's yeah. pick, pick pick things up that other you know if the other person's not yeah. perhaps got that got a lot on that week and yeah. that sort of stuff. Okay, great. Over the last few years, obviously we've had some pretty sizable social economic changes things like brexit and covid and the current cost of living crisis so a couple of questions on this so how how have you navigated your business through that and have you got any advice for other entrepreneurs in how to sort of how best to go through those choppy waters um obviously construction side has seen many many changes yeah. materials of some materials have gone up 300 percent. it's wow. horrific honestly and obviously subcontractors wages have gone through the roof and we've got to pay them and mm. um, so it's hard you know when you're trying to justify prices to clients and they're yeah. like how much but we everything is broken down by our QS and they can see what's what and they can see yeah. steel's costing this much you know and we don't put a lot onto our jobs we don't put a massive percentage on um, and I think when they get pr prices from other um, other builders and the, you know construction companies, they know that we're not we're not trying it on. It's just the fact that it, everything's costing so much. Um, so knowing when you need to make changes, really. Okay. Um, for for someone you know who's new to the you know new to having yeah. their own business, knowing when to implement those changes, how to implement them, taking as much advice as they can yeah. from. Um, staff you know contractors anyone around them who's willing to give advice yeah you know it's taking the time to to, to look out for yeah. you and um, i just keep in touch all the time every day i'm speaking to our qs right i'm sending them uh, increases over because every week there's increases in some really it's that quick every single wow. week whether it's doors windows steel wood plastering oh my god plastering plasterboard is don't even talk it's just okay. horrific um, so yeah just keeping in touch with the right people the mm. right team to make sure that your business is and you can you know strategically grow and make the changes yeah 
you know just keep it on to, top to of it just keep yeah and yeah. then if it comes to a point where you can't just know when to quit your cloth and say yeah. i'm out you know you so you don't get yourself into financial difficulty really yeah. so with your with your line of work and with what you do are you having are you experiencing issues where something will cost x at the start of a job and because it's quite a long job by the end that that material is costing more than what it was when well, you priced it up yeah if we if so for instance um we had a project last year and we started at april time um a, a total renovation lovely client but we'd agreed to the price in november before and we give you know we'd given them a contract as well that was on our, us yeah um obviously so the prices were all agreed there and there were things that we lost out on yeah. but it was a great job they were great clients and sometimes you've just got to take the the good with the bad really and you've just got to say okay well that's almost really right. um but i know a lot of people in the construction industry are struggling at the moment because they do have massive contracts and they've agreed a price and obviously things are changing so much yeah. so usually our works and they're no longer than about six months so we're quite lucky and we've got really good relationship with our suppliers you know right, okay. like how much are you, are you joking i'm not yeah. paying that yeah and they'll sort it all right well listen i'll give you this and i'll give you so we, chunch your arm a little bit yeah we've yeah. got a really good uh, relationship with them all and we're local as well so yeah. they all know us and everything even with the dog so, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dog's a seller yeah i think it's suppose it's yeah it's managing relationships isn't yeah. it um talking about that i mean you, you obviously you've mentioned newcore and ginger we'll talk, talk, talk quite a lot about how they kind of dovetail um I guess, how do you sort of juggle managing multiple businesses? Because you've had others as well. You spoke about Blue Kangaroo in the past. How do you kind of prioritise one or the other if, if one's doing well, if one's not doing so well? Um, it just depends, really. You know, the loudest cog gets the most oil. I always say that. And right. at the moment, it's new call. Um, but I am picking up. I've just got two new clients this week for Ginger, which is brilliant. Um, hopefully, a an office in london as well whether that comes off or not wow. um, but i do need to focus more time on that so i do think i, I might need a bit of help in the yeah. office for, for new core so i can um you know strategically plan what i want to do for just to give me some time to strategically plan for ginger and where to yeah. see the business and marketing i really need to focus on the marketing but we've just finished renovating or we've, we've just had the final stages of our own house yeah so we've just moved so that teamed with new court and ginger Honestly, some days, <laughs> and there'd be 10 subcontractors in the house while I'm trying to yeah. work, and the dog would do nothing but bark, and 4 o'clock they'd go, and then I'd finish work myself, and then I'd have to start cleaning, and then yeah. the girls are saying, what's for dinner? And I'm like, you know, thinking, I'm going to run away. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> it's hard, but it, it slows down. You just, you know that you're going to have time, so you've got your peaks, but it's not always going to be like that. Yeah, and it's um, just, I suppose it's just taking the rough with the smooth in that yeah, sense, Yeah, it's isn't just it, really? one of those things, really, you know, yeah. and I just try and try and have a joke a lot of the time too when i just find a good sense of humor yeah yeah goes a long way <laughs> yeah definitely so in terms of um recruitment because you mentioned there you might be getting some help for the london office and that sort of stuff yeah um how big of an issue is recruitment for you and, and your companies and how are you finding it in the current sort of climate yeah. at the moment yeah it's uh, we have struggled really right. um trying across to find the board, skilled workers yeah especially in the construction industry mm. um and obviously, you know, the pay is so high as well right now. And, you know, some, some, sometimes, you know, there the can be lazy people working for you and yeah. they're getting paid a fortune. So Michael's on it all the time. He's making sure they're there, yeah. what they're doing for that day. And, you know, he knows because he'll work with them as well. So when he works with them too, cause mm. he, so he's not just in the office, he's also hands on. Yeah. They work a lot harder. 
things get done. Yeah. And sometimes they'll try it on where, you know, I can't get that done today. I'm like, I was like, no chance where you can work late and get it done and yeah. don't take the mic because we are good to them, but then they're good to us as yeah. well. So we've got a good relationship. So we've managed to keep our staff. But yeah. um, the, the, there are times when we do need extra help. Yeah. And it is it is quite hard trying to find skilled workers at the moment. Yeah, yeah I think everyone's struggling yeah, with that. Yeah, I think yeah. professional services like like the ones we're in, I think everybody's sort of finding it a little bit difficult. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a jobs crisis of another kind at the moment, isn't it, where there's so many jobs available to people that people are just yeah. moving on a lot quicker. Yeah. Um, you mentioned before about, or we spoke before, about um, having a business plan. And I know you said it wasn't <laughs> perhaps <laughs> something that you focused too much time on, but you did you know you have sort of mentioned about thinking about marketing and, and how to grow the business so how much time do you devote to strategy and, and forward planning um, and what's your advice to sort of other entrepreneurs and business leaders about how to do that and also manage the day-to-day -day and, and keep things ticking over you know I, I need I need to give more time to um, strategically planning I do right, okay. and I've, I've, I've been thinking about that especially over the last couple of weeks but the like life's been that hectic with yeah. everything that's going on um, just taking that time out for yourself, just taking yourself off, even if it's just for a coffee and Costa, just to, you know, even switching your phone off and having a conversation with whoever, you know, your business partner or yeah. just someone from your family about where you, you, you see, you know, where you want the business to go and how you're going to get yeah. there, you know, who can help you do that. Um, that's, that is actually something that I need to do over the next couple of weeks. I need okay. to tell everyone to back off because yeah. I'm constantly on, um, everyone you know can you get this for me can you do this and mum yeah. want that again the dog bark, looking at me <laughs> i want to walk it's like constant you yeah. know so I, I do need to i, I do need to take to and, and i do also think i need to um I've got, as i mentioned before the lady who does the web design she does all marketing too so i need to book an appointment in with her yeah. and just bounce ideas off her yeah. as well i think it's hard when you've got a massive long to-do list things that are in the future yeah. do get put in the future don't they, they just, yeah. it's, it's got to get things ticked off before you can yeah. well, you feel like you do anyway um the dog by the way sounds like the most troublesome employee <laughs> that you've, <laughs> you've got so christine what would you say is your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur and, and owning your own business got that word entrepreneur i think me that applies, <laughs> really? though, absolutely um the favourite thing is no two days are ever the same. Wow, okay. Even, you know, when I've got my list and stuff, things change all the time and I love that. Um, I really do. And also learning. There's, uh, learning every, every, every day is a school day. Yeah. And I love that. And I think even when I'm like 80, 90, that's from still around, <laughs> I always want to be learning things. Yeah. I've actually got a bucket list which is really sad on my phone about when I retire, what I want to do. And... Yeah, I've got all these plans. Yeah, right, okay. and I, that's what I love. Um, I love meeting new people, love being inspired. Um, and again, I mentioned the dog. I love it. If I, if I, if I want to walk the dog a half to, yeah. I can. There's no one to tell you you can't. Yeah, I, yeah. I love that. I love that side of it. That's one of the positive sides yeah. of it. It's amazing how many how many entrepreneurs, how many business leaders don't go back into employment. They once they've sort of gone off on their yeah. own, they're quite happy to. I don't think that could be, which is a bad thing, really. Yeah. Because um, people have said to me, you could never wait for anyone again. <laughs> I can, but I actually think I couldn't, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. I don't think I could, which isn't really good, is it? Well, I suppose you're controlling your own destiny a little bit, aren't you? And I think you can kind of feel a little bit, but a lot of business leaders say that anyway, that they can feel a little bit restrained yeah. when they've been on their own anyway. Yeah. Um, you've mentioned there about a few things about sort of looking looking into the future and, and as we mentioned, controlling your own destiny. So what's what's your sort of main motivation now as, as an entrepreneur moving forward? Is it to just sort of keep growing, keep learning, keep developing? Yeah, I mean... I 
our friends say, you know, oh God, you've done so well, and we never sit back and we always have this discussion and go, didn't we do well? Yeah. No, we're not even touching the tip of the iceberg yet. Okay. We're nowhere near. We're not even off the water. Yeah. Um, my thing is, eventually, the the construction side, another 10, 15 years, but to go working for just ourselves. Okay. So, um renovating our own properties flipping houses yeah um obviously we've got a buy to let side of the business as well okay so getting into that more too and just yeah. working for ourselves yeah, yeah and not having to deal with you know generally 90 percent of your customers are great you get the odd one yeah and it's hard work yeah. you know you think, jesus christ well, I just can't get some more style yeah you said yeah yeah and it's like an email comes through and your stomach turns or the phone goes and you see their number you're like oh god and then no matter what you try you still can't yeah you can't help it they just yeah they don't want to be happy or whatever and yeah. they just want to find things but <laughs> as i say 90 percent of the customers are great yeah. but eventually that's the plan um to just run like the building side just but just for us right great yeah. okay so when you when you get the, when you get those clients when you're having one of those days how do you keep that motivation how, is it is it literally michael will pick you up you'll pick him up is it that kind of thing or is it more internal yeah um so for instance last night <laughs> it's like 10 o'clock at night in bed and i read this email and i was like for god's sake and he was like have you seen that you know and we were laughing we, we yeah. you know and it, it's like um it was a it was a quote for someone and it was a really really competitive quote but this lady basically wanted it like I, I don't know what she wanted really she had no plans drawn but she was expecting a, a full bill of quants and this and that she obviously didn't understand the, the building process but we just wished her good luck and said you know best yeah. of best of luck with your build um so we do we do like you know we bounce each other off and when michael's annoyed over a customer like okay calm down you know yeah. and then go and try and see it from his point of view though as mm. well so you know when there's like a couple of little slags left to do on a job that's the hardest trying to get the lads back to do it and yeah. everyone knows that um, and that's where I step in because I want to make sure it's done because we've done yeah. a really good job. You've come so far. And I don't want to let them down at the last yeah. minute. And then if they do, it's psychological and they'll start looking for other things because I'm exactly the same. Yeah. Oh, someone's annoyed me. I've paid them and they've not been back to do something. So I get it. So that's when I make sure that yeah. it's done. If yeah, they've missed I'm one thing, what else have they missed? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So the, I speak to the customers and I always make sure all the snag's done and give us your list and I'll cross them off and speak to the lads. And yeah. Yeah. So what in your view are the top three attributes that each successful business leader has to have or what are your sort of top three attributes you say that have made have made you a success in business? Oh, I don't even know whether I'm a success really, I'm just having a go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I think there's I mean there's tons, there's, there's tons, but I think for me I'd like to say being decisive, okay. which I'm not always decisive. Again, I have to take myself off and then I, I make I'll come to the conclusion that I need to come to. Taking risks, again, I only take low or medium risk. I never take crazy high risks, especially yeah. with finances. You know, when you've got a family, you can't. Um, being confident in what you do, okay. because then customers believe that you can. Um, you know, you you can present them with what you're saying. You, the final, you know, job will be done. This yeah. is how it's going to be, and we are going to do this. Um, say what you mean and mean what you say. That kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Just when people have got confidence in you, yeah, show them conviction. Um, but then I think again, like being a leader as well. My husband's really good with the with the, the contractors and the, the lads and stuff, and he gets involved and they're constantly ringing him how to do this, how to do that. And half the time, he might not have a clue, but he just 
he's, he's really good. He'll, he'll have a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if there's something no one, you know, no one knows what to do with manually, yeah. he can. Yeah. He'll just do it. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's great. Having passion. I know you said three. There's just that I many though. Yeah. <laughs> do as many as you want. Yeah, passion for what you do as well. So, I, you know, for instance, um, I spoke with the project last year that we did the contract for. Yeah. And it was it was a, it was a lovely sized house, but it had eight tiny little rooms it was like rabbit warrens and they went from one room to another nothing flowed and what we the end product it was just amazing yeah. it really was the house flowed it was beautiful because um it was like an elderly not elderly but they were an older couple and they had a large kitchen diner living room and they couldn't wait to invite the family around for dinner that was the first thing they did was buy a big dining table yeah. and just seeing them so happy and even walking past the house and seeing all you know the fire on and the lamps on and all the curtains and it just looked great and it just thought yeah, yeah we, we've helped them do that you know it's a good yeah it is this I is suppose you're thing. you're turning people's normal homes into their dream homes really aren't you that's yeah, that's, that's the sort the of plan thing. Yeah, yeah and you know just even um, so we met with. Um, uh, our architect last week um, there's like uh, I've got a family who are buying a house further down the road and they've been given our number and they're, they're renovating it all and the architect said to the potential client I don't even know why I'm doing you these plans because these two will change them and he's right because sometimes even though architecture what might work we know it's not going to work for a house and say well, can we just tweak this or yeah. it's going to work better for the family if you have this way that's and, kind of a base to start from and then you'll kind of lift yeah, it from that he just rolls his eyes he's like, oh, <laughs> but and then the customer knows that you've got the back yeah. as well and it, we try and we try and um work as if it was our house what would we do yeah. and if we can save the money you know we will we're always trying to save a client money because you, you know it, i mean appreciate that especially at the moment oh god yeah exactly yeah. exactly so i mean obviously the, the reason that we're doing these podcasts is that we want to give sort of tangible takeaways from successful business people to to others um, and one of the questions we wanted to ask was if you had one piece of advice, I know that's hard to boil it down, but one piece of advice for somebody who is about to start their own business or, or somebody who started their own business is, is just at the sort of beginning of that journey, what would that piece of advice be? Uh, I think at the beginning of the journey, obviously, do your homework, yeah. research, 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 know your audience, know your target audience, um, you know, is, is your product, uh, you know, is it, is it needed? Yeah. Um, if you can test your business ideas, um, you know, that, that'd be great as well. You know, you can just dip your toe in at first, while, maybe while you're still working, yeah. um, which was great because that's what I initially did. Yeah. Um, so, you, you know, um, I'm just, yeah, just just learn, just speak to as many people as you can who are in the know yeah. who can help you because you find that most people want to help you. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, just give it a go. Yeah. If it's something that you want to do, what's 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 the I get all my sayings wrong by the way. <laughs> John done Lennon. Well so, so far. <laughs> what was that? Done well so far. Oh no, I'm talking John Lennon says something about um regrets and uni uni regret. Oh, is it is life that? life's what happens when you're making plans? That's the other one. I love that one. Um but there's something about regrets and um you only regret the things that you didn't do. Yeah. So give it a go give if a you try. can. Try it because there's nothing worse than getting to you know older age and thinking I could have done that. Really I could have done that. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So the final question you'll be pleased to know <laughs> is one that we ask everybody as well, and it's about about success. So how do you define success, both from a personal perspective and in terms of, of your business or businesses? Um, success. I don't know. Being happy. That's the main thing. Um, 
even when we were just starting out with businesses and we didn't have a lot of money, we were, you know, we were shopping in my mum's cupboards. <laughs> um, we were always happy. We were, and we always knew we were going to be okay. Yeah. Um, just having a, a, a job or a business that basically enables us to be financially secure and help our family out, um, yeah. you know, look after the kids. Um, having the right balance, really. And we, all, we all try to have a work-life balance, and it doesn't always happen, does it? As I say, yeah. sometimes it's crazy, and sometimes you, you kind of get a bit calm or whatever, but try, just keeping that in mind. Um, but just having friends and family who love you, really, I just think it, it does. It all comes down to whether you're happy or not. You could be a multimillionaire running a fantastic business, but if you're not happy, you're not happy, are you? Um, yeah. So it's keeping, keeping check, keeping, remembering the things keeping that matter. as well, yeah. 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 Brilliant. Well, yeah. thanks very much for coming, Christine. Thanks for having me. <laughs>